This is incredible what I just asked ChatGPT. As a fund manager inspired by Warren Buffett and Nobel Prize winner Eugene Famer, your task is to recommend five stocks that you believe will perform well over the next 12 months. In making these recommendations, consider factors such as company data, which I provided it bang up to date, rising interest rates, and other relevant market trends, all of which I provided it, which I'll show you in a second. Please provide the name of each recommended stock, it did. I'll share those with it with you in a second. A detailed explanation for why you believe each stock will perform well during this period. Relevant financial data or observed market trends supporting your recommendation. Identification of any potential risks associated with investing in these companies. An analysis demonstrating how each selection aligns with the investment philosophies of Buffett and or Famer. Okay, so what did it come up with? You're going to love this. And by the way, before I give you that, don't forget to subscribe, like, and go to alpishpital.com forward slash link. So let's do the big reveal of what it said. And by the way, this is the data I inputted. So there was a ton of data, everything from cash return on capital invested to pre-tax profits, cash flow, uh, free cash flow profit um, margins, capex, uh, mean return, Sortino ratio, Sharp ratios, enterprise values, earnings yields, return on equity, Piotrowski scores, Altman scores, net gearing, gross gearing, debt to capital, free cash flow conversion, working capital, current ratios. Oh my God, a ton of stuff. And that's just some of it. That's just some of it. And a bunch of macroeconomic uh, data as well. Okay. And I'll tell you what else it wanted uh, me to feed it. Uh, and by the way, this is being recorded on the 11th of May. So based on the provided data, so we I did it in increments. First, I just said, give me the top five stocks of the next 12 months. If you are using the data I've given you and pretend you're Warren Buffett and Nobel Prize winner Eugene Famer, and it came up with these stocks with some great explanations, actually, Merck, Visa, Microsoft, Procter & Gamble, and Cisco. Remember, the data it got was bang up to date. Uh, from the company accounts of those companies, the share price performances uh, as well. Then I said, now take into consideration not just that you're those two fund managers, but it's a rising interest rate environment. How does, uh, from the Dow, how does your view change? And it gave me these names, okay, which are pretty good names. I own JP Morgan, by the way, and Apple. And it gives really good ex um, uh, reasons why. I mean, the consumer discretionary one, which misses a lot of people, is when the economy is doing well, people tend to spend more on non-essential goods. This can benefit consumer discretionary companies. A company like Nike might be a good option in this category. Right, you might think, wait a minute, rising interest rates? Interest rates are rising because the economy is strong and overheating. It can think second level, which is good. And plus, it gives a heck of a lot of great explanations. Like technology, some large, well-established technology companies with little debt and lots of cash could still perform well, even in a rising interest rate environment. These companies can also benefit from an expanding economy. An example might be Apple, which has a robust balance sheet and diverse income stream. Absolutely. Financials, you might think, surely financials, banks are doing really badly. Well, banks in particular can benefit from a rising interest rate environment because they earn more money on the spread between what they pay for deposits, absolutely correct, and what they earn from lending. Correct, straight to the point, no BS. Don't get that on TV, do you? An example would be JP Morgan, which is one of the largest and most established banks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, energy stocks can be good in a rising interest rate environment because they tend to perform well when the economy is strong, which is often the case when rates are going up. ExxonMobil, for instance. Fantastic. And don't forget, I gave it macroeconomic data in the background as well. Okay, so that's that. Let's now 
put it all together. I told it to put everything together. Pretend you're Buffett and Famer. Look at the academic research. Well, academia, wrong, ironically. And rising interest rates. Now, what what will it come up with? And it came up with these: Merck, Procter and Gamble, Visa, Microsoft, and Caterpillar. Now, I own Merck. Um, no, I own Visa and Microsoft. So, what was its reasonings? And I love the way it reasoned it in some detail. The Merck. The company shows strong financial health with a high Altman Z score and a solid Piotrowski score, indicating low risk of bankruptcy, obviously, and strong financial performance, respectively. The company has a strong return on equity, indicating profitability. Its high dividend cover suggests it has the ability to maintain dividends, which is especially attractive in a rising interest rate environment. Boom. Perfect. This could go on TV in place of me. What else was next? For those who are more academically minded, I asked it, what data did you want? Okay, so it asked for company-specific financial data, which I gave it, cash flows, debt levels, profit margins, macroeconomic indicators. It gave me a whole list of those. Market sentiment data it wanted. Now, I couldn't do that. News articles, social media posts, other textual data. I will in future do that. Interest rate and monetary policy, to a limited extent, I was able to give that. Geopolitical events and risks, that's difficult. How do I feed that data in? Industry-specific data, trends with specific industries, detailed trading data, insider trading data, analyst ratings and forecasts. Uh, again, some of that I can feed in the future. The rest, I'm going to have to look at how do I get it that data. And I asked it, what important academic literature that I asked you to look at did you, in fact, consider? And it, it hit all the top ones. Efficient market hypothesis, okay, uh, random walk theory, fundamental analysis, Ben Graham's book, Behavioral Finance, Amos Tversky, Daniel Kahneman, also won Nobel Prize, Prizes in Economics, their work, Modern Portfolio Theory, Harry Markowitz, Nobel Prize winner's work, Capital Asset Pricing Model, William Sharp, Nobel Prize winner's work, Arbitrage Pricing Theory as well, and Financial Econometrics as well, including analysis of financial time series. So it really is... Uh, getting every angle that you can imagine. Look, like and follow for more, as I said. If you want to see more of the stocks uh, that I'm going to put through ChatGPT and all the data run analysis and the names that are coming up, then have a look at alpishpatel.com forward slash links. I'm doing an event at the Financial Times, speaking as a hedge fund manager, how is this going to change the future of private investing? And so do come along to that. And again, you'll find it in alpishpatel.com forward slash links. So do stay in touch. Thank you all very much. Thank you.